Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Do you believe in psychics and mediums? We started the conversation on this last night over the Poundland story. And it kind of went in a different direction, which was a little bit of fun, to be honest with you. So we decided on a more serious note, if we could possibly do that, we'll try and have it today as well. Parents have branded Poundland as irresponsible for selling spirit boards or Ouija boards, as some people call them, across the UK. Now, Halloween is set to look, of course, a little bit different this year, with events across the country cancelled due to the pandemic. So most people are probably going to have their uh, festivities at home uh, with one person from another household. (laughs) Isn't that the way it works? But it looks like Poundland is keeping the spooky spirit alive by selling Ouija boards across the UK for a pound. Now, this, most of you will remember the Ouija boards, of course, from movies like The Exorcist. Um, and the whole idea of a Ouija board, in case you don't know, is it's a board with a load of letters on it and a little glass triangle with a hole in it. And people put their hands on it and the spirits are supposed to move it and spell out things. I'm here. Anyway, the infamous game was because it is a game. Initially, it was a game. Features letters, numbers and other signs around its edge and invites players to ask questions to the dead people. Like it has words like yes and no and stuff like that. Now, while many consider the board a harmless trick, others think them as terrifying, dangerous and triggers for psychological harm. Now, after spotting the game at the store, one person tweeted, "Uh, The last thing we need in 2020 was was Poundland to start selling Ouija boards. Uh, another person says, Poundland selling Ouija boards for children. This should end 2020 nicely. And a fourth person said, uh, someone should go in and buy the lot of them and bin them and save our kids. <laughs> okay. Now, uh, it does raise the whole question about the supernatural. I mean, look, it's only a bloody game. Well, that's the way I look at it. But some people see it as something more than that. And maybe you've been to a seance. I don't know, have you ever been to a seance? Where people are kind of moving their hands around and lights are dimming and things are moving and noises in the background. Or maybe you've been to a psychic or a medium. You know the mediums that stand up on stages and they go, "Um, I'm sensing somebody, it's coming to me, it's coming to me. Because of course when dead people die and they want to come to mediums, they give them clues. They don't generally just come to them and say, how you, my name is Pat and there's me missus down there in the audience. No, they give them clues. I sense somebody beginning with the letter, it's a P, a P, I, I sense a P, um, something to do with the arm, they hurt their arm, and they died suddenly, which everybody dies suddenly eventually at some point in their life. Uh, they died suddenly to do with the arm, to do with the arm. That's me, that was me husband Pat, he was knocked down and he hurt his arm when he was killed. And all of a sudden, then they start rambling on and telling them all things, sort of things about Pat. Most of them will be incorrect. One or two of them might be right. And the person believes that they're talking to the dead. But it brings comfort to some people, doesn't it? I suppose that's the argument. And then you have psychics who will go and tell you your future. You're going away on a holiday. You're going to meet somebody. You're going to come into money. All that kind of stuff. Um, look, the question I wanted to ask you is, do you believe in that stuff? Or do you think it's a load of jiggery-pokery and most of these people are just charlatans? And I wouldn't say they're all charlatans. Some of them are charlatans. But there are genuinely people who believe themselves that they can contact the dead. And they believe they can tell the future. Now, they're not doing it, but they believe they can. So I don't kind of blame them too much because they're just a bit nutty. And they just actually think they can really do it. 
But maybe you have a different experience to me. Maybe you've genuinely been to a psychic, been to a medium, been to one of those shows where somebody stands up on a stage. Let me know. Do you believe them? Do you buy into all that? And what about Ouija boards? Would you use a Ouija board? Let me know. The number is 087-188-0008. Would you ever put your hands on a Ouija board and use it? 087-188-0008. Let's take a little poll, straw poll vote on this, okay? Is it all a load of nonsense? Yes or no? So is it a load of nonsense? Yes or no? Just text or WhatsApp the word yes or no, and we'll do a little poll on it, to 087-188-0008. Debbie, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Debbie? Hi, Niall. I'm good. And yourself? Good. Debbie, I mean, things that go bump in the night. I should really play the music, shouldn't I? I should have... Oh, Debbie, it's getting close to Halloween. Ooh. I love that. I love that song. Yeah. <laughs> Debbie, are you spiritual? I am. I'm very spiritual. Um, but I'm also, you know, if something is not obvious to me, then I, I, I kind of have to see proof of something. Right, okay. Um, when it comes to Ouija boards, I think, personally, I would recommend staying away from them because... When you think about Ouija boards and you think about movies and stories you've heard, everything is negative and it's all about... Well, the exodus is the first thing that comes to mind. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Everything is negative and it's all about uh, bad spirits and, you know... But that's Hollywood. Yeah, but even when you're... Like, I would have spoken over the years to people about, you know, Ouija boards and things like that. I've never, ever used one myself. It's not something I'd ever want to go near. Whether I believe it or not, it's me, it's negative. And why would I, you know go to something that had such a negative stand. And mm. uh, when it comes to mediums and psychics and things like that, I kind of would have a lot of experience with that. I'm not psychic or I'm not a medium myself. But do you go to them, do you, would you? Um, I would have, but I know a lot of them as well. Um, but, I, but I mean, is there anybody really that has the ability to do that? There's a guy called James Randi in America and he has put up a challenge for psychics or mediums or any of them. Um, you know, to come to him and he has a scientific test to prove and, and he has a million dollars he's offered for any psychic that can prove that what they're doing is real and not one has come forward. Well, in my experience, I would say 90% of them are not real. Charlatans. Um, yes, I would say that. But I do believe, I mean, there was a lady that I saw here in Nace a few years ago. Um, her name was... Oh, don't, don't mention her name yet. Okay. Mention, okay. She's passed away since, but... Um, oh, she, well, if she's passed away, that's okay. Yeah, she All was right. absolutely amazing. She could she could name out your whole family. She could name out what you were doing that day. And she would tell you stuff, you know, messages from people that, you know, you wouldn't know. You wouldn't just make it up. But I, I've, I've seen these guys and girls on telly, right? They, you know, the mm. mediums. And you don't see them as much now. People have kind of gone off a little bit. And firstly, I've, one thing I first thing I notice is their audience are generally women. Right, so why yeah. is it men are not sucked in by this? I don't know, right? Yeah. But it's yeah. generally women. It's primarily women, right? And they do all this thing where they're going, I sent somebody with the initial M, M. Does that mean anything to anybody? And sure, M could mean a million yeah. things. They're throwing out these little clues. And what happens is people say, oh, but they told me all about my Uncle Michael and he loved to paint his door and he does the garden every Wednesday and they knew that. And yeah. I'm going, yeah, but they probably told you a load of things as well that were wrong, but you don't remember those. You only yeah. remember the, the ones that were right so there's a lot of guessing going on yeah I totally agree with you because I've been in positions where I've seen that as well but there was just this one lady that if I ever had a doubt that somebody could do it she she changed that doubt 
So like, like, what did she tell you? Well, like, give me an example. She of, was of, able to tell me um, what I was cooking in the kitchen that day, and um, that I was I was panicking about, about a smell of burning during the night in the house, and that um, I couldn't figure out where the smell of the burning was coming from. And she said it was actually my granny that came through. No. It was a fr- an old friend of the family, that one. But, and but is, that said, not, is that not just... And I'm sorry to be cynical about it, because no. I just am a cynical person. Is that not just guessing? Because even the other night no, I was watching telly with my partner and I went, what's that burning? Something, I smell something burning. Everybody got it, goes through that bit of a panic when you smell something burning. No, she was able to tell me it was my toaster and my toaster was faulty. And I had a chest and my toaster was faulty. Right. So, like, there, there, you know, it was just too kind of out of the blue. But there was a lot of things she was able to name every member of the family. So my sister-in-law, she was able to tell them all her aunties and uncles' names and what the message was. And she, she even told her that um, her baby was going to be a boy and things like that. Mm. You know, I know it's 50-50 there. Yeah, but And even the names of relations. Like, for example, I don't know, how old are you? Can I ask you how old you are, Chrissy? I'm 41. Okay, so most likely most of your relations will be called Margaret, Molly... Um, you know, uh, no, not a- Mary and Johnny. You're always picking on Mary and Johnny. Yeah, but you know the great, great aunties and uncles. <laughs> yeah, in Ireland Mary. we were limit we were limited by names if you go back fifty yeah. years ago. So you know, a good guess. Like if I said to somebody, um, somebody called Margaret died recently, yeah. you'd probably yeah. be pretty bang on the money. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, it'd be more difficult no, to do it in America now, but I think in Ireland it's quite easy. I think you'd have to actually be there yourself. Oh, no, no, I, I'm not. Yeah. I mean, look, if you believe it, and, and do you know what the, what the thing I always say about this, right? I personally don't believe it, but if it brings somebody comfort and it makes them feel better, you know, and mm-hmm. I don't know what she charged you for the privilege of telling you these things. What, what, was, yeah. what was the charge? Well, it was a group thing, so it was like a couple of hundred in the audience and it was only 20 euro a head. Right, okay. So it wasn't too bad, but... It was, it was a good, I, I a good enjoyed it anyway. her, mind you. I've been to one set or bad, but... I, you know, I enjoy it. It's a night out and things like that. And to me, it's harmless. Yeah. And it gives someone comfort, like you said yourself. But now, like... What, well, I mean, I, if it's I'll, 20 quid and it's entertaining apart from anything else, I suppose yeah. it's worth a night out, yeah. Yeah. But when, like, people often look at me that I'm crazy, I have dreams, Niall. And now you call it... People call them premonitions or whatever. Mm. But I actually have dreams. And when they're big, you know, dreams that something happens in... They've always come true. And I've always said it to people, I dreamt this happened to you. And they come back to me a couple of weeks later and said, oh, my God, you know, you were right. So I do, but I don't think I'm psychic or a medium. But I think there's a certain part of your mind that has to be open. I um, what I was watching a guy on TV, now he's American. I can't remember his name. He's a very young guy, blonde guy. Um, they actually were, you know, doubting him. But what he was saying was, you know, accurate a lot of the time and... So the professionals, the scientists did tests on his brain and they said that there was a part of his brain that he was using that the majority of humans don't use. So does that mean, you know, that humans can have the ability to open up that part of their brain? Oh, no, no, I, I know, I, I get what you're saying. But stay there for a second. Oh, Kevin Limerick says, I predict every night uh, the show the, on the show, the Nile Boyle, Nile Boyle will have a ramble for 20 minutes. Am I clairvoyant? Obviously, Kevin. How did you know that? Uh, stay there, please, Christy, too. I want to go to Robbie first if I can, because Robbie, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Robbie? I was going to go about the ramble as well. I could foresee that as well. <laughs> could you? Okay, but, but Robbie, I'm going to come to Christy in a second as well, who goes to mediums too, and I'm, we learn a bit more about that. But Debbie believes in it. She's a spiritualist. Um, well, I say spiritualist, she's a spiritual person and she believes that some way you can communicate with the dead and there are people out there that have that ability. Nonsense. Absolute and utter nonsense. I mean, as Sheldon Cooper would say, it's hokum. I mean, look, I mean, these 
these people make money on doing that. Like, I mean, I can read people's Facebook pages before they come and see me as well, you know. But uh, like being able to contact the dead and spirits and ghouls and gods and ghosts and all that is absolute nonsense, you know. But, 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 but what about people who say to you, like Debbie just said there a minute ago, she told me things that nobody else could have known. She mentioned names uh, and... They have ways of doing that. Um, they have certain ways of asking questions. That I've, I've heard about them going up to people's Facebook pages and looking up on their history. That's right, I've heard that, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, well, yeah, what but how, would, how would she know who I am? You don't give your name when you buy the tickets. You just buy the tickets. Did you pay my credit card? Did you? I no, watched a great documentary no. with this one night, and they and this one was using people's. So if people were booking their tickets by credit cards, um, yeah. she could do it. And then there was also a list of guesses. It's called the Barnum. They call yeah. it the Barnum method. It was invented yeah. by a guy called PJ Barnum years ago. Um, and and these people are quite clever. But but Robbie, there, you know there are people out there who will say there's certain things. Maybe they go to see them privately afterwards and pay you know fifty quid to see them privately afterwards. And they say you know she knew me da had pancreatic cancer and my mother you know died of breast cancer or something as somebody said last night. How could she have known that? And they have the ways and means of doing all that, Noel. You know what I mean? Is it a guess? Like, it, it, it's probably it's an educated guess. You know what I mean? But like for the, for them to turn around, how could it be an educated that? guess? How can you you can't kind of look at someone and think, oh, their their mother died of cancer. Well, in I their... can turn around and say, someone died in your family recently, right? Yeah. There you go. So, um, there was a man, you know, and I'm probably right because yeah. Well, look, if we went to a medium like that, you know. Well, and, and, and it would be fair. Like it would be fair to say, Debbie, a third of the population died of cancer. So, cancer is always oh, yeah. a good guess. Yeah. Yeah, you know, so for people to say that they can talk to the dead and all, like, give me a break. Like, I mean, seriously, like, it's it's all it's all like people. Some people fall for it. Some people like it and all that. Fair play, that's not their thing. But to believe that it's actually true, I mean, come on, like, did it, did, well, a, look, ma- did, did a man die? By the way, Debbie, was it a man? That no, died? <laughs> I'm just I'm just curious. I'm <laughs> curious if, if Robbie has special powers. <laughs> if Robbie, oh, if I, I went to a medium and they said those things to me, I wouldn't take them serious either. I'd, for me, I'd need a lot more proof than that. That wouldn't be enough. And 90% of the mediums I've seen or psychics that I've went to I have never been close to enough. And you know who to, who to take serious and who to not. And just this well, one well, woman out of all of them, I would have, I would bet. Well, well, 90, 90% that you went to see were wrong. I mean, on a lot of averages, one out of 10 probably has to be right. You know what I mean? So you, you take um, your faith in the one that's right and nine were wrong, you know. So I think I think you'd have to be to be there to know the whole story. You know, it's a very it was a very long kind of a story, but she, yeah. like the points that she made, they're not they're not things that somebody would guess. You know, she was able to tell me that the family friend was there and she was speaking, and she said, um, "You you know, she knows it was you that broke her fence, you know, and things like that." And I had done that, and there was a lot of stuff that um, that she said to me that you know you wouldn't just get off the top of your head. But do you, really, do you really think that if somebody from the dead had, you know, and there was an ability to get back to this world, yeah. and I'm pretty sure it's a bit of a battle to get back to this world, they would be talking about fences and toasters? Do, do, I you, think, do you know what I mean? I, no, I'm not, no, I'm not no, making little of it. She said a lot. Like, there was a lot more said, but I think Alan, on her part, if, it was if just if her trying to tell me. If the dead had the ability to come back and talk to people, if the dead had the ability to come back and talk to people, they would go and talk to the people that they want to talk to. No, okay. I believe there, there are certain people. Who See, they, they believe think... they, yeah, they believe they're channeling it, Robbie. Well, stay there, actually, stay there because I want to go to Christy as well, if I can, because uh, Christy, you're on Classic Eight. How you doing, Christy? Hey, Leona, how's it going, buddy? 
Christy, now, unusually, you're a man. Because when I say unusually, you're a man, this is more primarily a female. If I was a hazard a guess, I'd say 90% of people that go to mediums and psychics are probably women. So, yeah, no, so unusual, it's usual. Yeah, yeah, I would say 95%. I would say that nowadays. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, sorry, Christy? I said, I wouldn't say that nowadays. There's a lot of men go to wear mediums nowadays as well. Do you think so? Okay, yeah, all right, yeah, okay. Yeah, and you, you go, I, do you? I, I've been at a couple of them shows that that other lady was talking about there and uh, like some of them are like you can give out questions and as you said it can maybe mean something to 20% 30% of the audience but I'm talking about if you go to a medium one to one privately yeah how much is it by the way Christy to, how much is it it's to about 60 euro about 60 quid right okay yeah about 60 euro you get about one hour with you right. know depending on what's, good job. what's coming through whatever um yeah. I know Robbie is, is, doesn't believe in it, but I think, has, Robbie, has Robbie ever gone to a medium one-to-one? No, why would I? Well, then, you see, if you, if you, don't know what, if you never went to, to try to uh, see what it's like and get the proof, like, you're just talking, like, it's like hearsay that what you've heard. You haven't actually... It's not hearsay because it's not real. You can't but talk you, you have How can you base your opinion on something you don't know about? You don't know. Ah, you've never God, tried give it. me a break, will you? You've never tried it. It's like jumping Why would the I try it? Absolutely. You know, look, the thing is that you you think it's grand, you went and done it, that's fair enough. My opinion is that it's absolute and utter nonsense. And no, you're, you not, you're, not, saying, you're not making an opinion. You're telling us that it's... I am it's making ridiculous. an opinion. That's yeah, no, you're not. You're telling, us, you're telling us that it's not true. Yeah, that's well, yeah, but yeah, in fairness, you're telling him that it is true. Well, Christy, let me. Okay, so the reason. Okay, well, yeah, see. But well, but, okay, well, okay, well, hang on. Okay, your facts are proven. I'll, I'll hear them in a second. But the reason you went to a medium, I'm assuming, is because somebody close to you died. Yes. Okay, and the medium is immediately at an advantage because they know that. And I know that, and I'm not even a bloody medium, right? So they know well, that anybody walking in that door is there because somebody they loved died, and, and, they, and they're grieving. So, can I ask you, if it's not a personal question, Christy, was it somebody important to you? Was it a wife or child or mother or father? No, it was my father. Your father, okay. And you were obviously yeah. very close to him. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, you went, so, you, you took it pretty bad, I assume, and, and the grieving process was difficult for you. And you went to a medium in the hope I of did. getting some comfort out of that, okay? I did. About four years later, and I'll tell you the story, you know, um, it won't take too long. My father had a stroke, went into a coma, and... Uh, we turned off the machine after about four or five days. And I'm very sorry to hear that, Christy. Yeah, no, no, no. Look, it's 20 odd years ago, so it was no problem. Yeah. Um, all the family was there. We were all there all along. I was running people around in the car, ready and around all over the place. The only person I wasn't willing when he died was myself. Right. So that hit you hard, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I brought everybody in. We all had a few minutes with me, the whole lot. My sister had only had a baby. Um, oh, sorry, she was just about to have a baby. Yeah. And me and her were the last two women with him. Uh, I said, look, say whatever you have to say. And then, you know, she's a nurse, so she knew. She said, look, it's going to go. The, they, the nurses know there's some... Yeah, of course. You know, they do, yeah. or something call it, but you know when they're going to go close, you know what I mean? Yeah, of course. So she's she getting upset, and I, I said, look, you know, you know, you know more than anyone out there because several people going in the hospital and all that. And she said, yeah, she said, the only thing is he'll never get to see me baby growing up. You know, now he was in the coma. He'd been, he'd been, the machine was turned off two days. His heart was still beating. And I put a hand on, the, on, his, on his two hands to record his chest, <coughs> where he had been placed all along. And I said, look, just hold his hand. If he can hear you, just say whatever you want to say to him. So I said, look, you know, you'll never see me baby going up, blah, 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 going to miss you. Mm-hmm. And now he hadn't moved. 
His hands hadn't moved, nothing hadn't moved. His thumb came up and went across the back of our palm three times. I said to him, that's the sign. You know, yeah, well, that, maybe it's possible. He, he maybe it's possible he heard her. No. Yeah. Okay, but so, 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 you, so you went to a medium um, so four years later. Four years later, right? Uh, and what, what, what made you, by the way, want to go to a medium? Did somebody say this person is great or something? Or? No, no, no. I'll tell you, um, that night, because, the, the next morning, as I say, when I went in into the hospital, he just passed. So he was down parking the car when I come up. He was just, he's just gone. He's just missing. I went into the ward, there were all the families there, and I, my father was a small man. I picked him up in the arms, and I said, you little bitch, <laughs> everyone else was there. Except, except me. me. Yeah, yeah. So I said, you better make contact with me, I said. You know what I mean? Would, would you, actually, do me a favour, Chrissy. I have to go to a break. Stay there, because I want to hear more about the medium after the break, all right? So please stay there for a second. And Robbie, stay there if you can. Um, uh, the number is 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. Do you believe in medium psychics? Or Ouija boards that go bump in the night. Niall, how are you? Um, just on the topic there about the mediums, uh, we had one before out to the house. Uh, my wife is actually, she's really into them. I know he's a bit sceptical now about, about this fella. He came out now, he's a Dublin man. And um, the first thing he said to me before he even sat down, he says, your grandmother says, thanks very much for picking the weeds off our grave today. And earlier on that day, I was out in Dean's Grange, um, tidying up our grave taking up weights and that so when he said that to me like like i can't as you said i can't remember most of the other stuff he said but when he said that to me how was he to know that now you know because uh he didn't know who we were we just gave him the address he was never with us before so they, he couldn't have guessed that one uh thanks no i love the show yeah it, it's it's kind of hard to explain sometimes i suppose things that I, I'm a skeptic and I don't believe it. And I, 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 I be thinking, I'm trying to think of a logical reason of how he would knew that. Was there a hint when he walked in the hallway? Did you have a, you know, I don't know, something that you would have put on the grave in the hall as he walked in and he spotted it? Like, I don't know, Christy, or whoever, sorry, that person sent in the message. I don't know the answer to your question. And if you believe it and it makes you feel good and brings you comfort, which then what's the problem, I suppose, really? Uh, Christy, sorry, getting back to you. So you decided you want to go to the medium four years later because obviously we, yeah. we, we, you weren't there for your dad's passing and all that kind of thing. And you were quite close to him and you were looking after everybody else except yourself. Um, and so you went, who recommended the medium to you, by the way? Nobody. Uh, my missus went to uh, get a tarot reading uh, with a few friends there at work. Tarot cards? Thought, yeah, that's what she thought she was going for. But when she actually went into the room, this girl said, uh, no, I'm a medium. I, I get messages from spirit and I speak with the dead. And right, okay. ran out of the place, you know? Yeah. So she said, uh, oh, my husband will come to you because like, he wanted to come for ages. Right, so, so okay, so let because I don't have a huge amount of time. So you went into her and you sat down. Yeah. And and, before, before I went in, uh, as I said, like, in, in the four years, then we had another, we did, we did a second drill. So that was grand. Going in, sitting outside before I went in, I said to myself, uh, just see now, does she know as much as the can, can I ask you a question? Before you went to her, she, you, she knew you were coming to her. Yeah, obviously. You didn't just arrive on spec. No, my missus. Your missus booked it in. Okay, so, so yeah. your missus had been a regular visitor to her. No, no, she she didn't even go in to say all this. Oh, okay, said, all right, okay, okay, okay. Dead, but she, but she did. No, okay, the point I'm trying to make is she did know she did know your name before you came in. All right. No, okay. no, she never never heard me. Never knew. Me okay, all right, okay. So, you, no, and what was the first what was the first thing that he said or she said to you? Uh, when I, as I say, when I was sitting outside, I said, "There's two questions in my head now. I'm going to ask on you. She has the answer to this when I walk in. In general, no. Well, and what were those questions? What were those questions? So, two questions was 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 my father. Would my father be annoyed that I was coming to contact? And 
how did you think my daughter would be? Because my daughter was born down to them special needs. Okay. And never met her, right? So, I walked in the door, said, how are you doing? She said, how are you doing? She said, blah, blah, blah. And uh, she said, you're very like your father. You're very like your father? Yeah, I said, yeah, okay, right. She said, no, you have the same spine as your father, you know? Oh, right. said, yeah. How do you know I have the same spine as your father? She said, is your father standing behind you? I said, yeah, okay, right. She said, uh, now what's the two questions you have to ask? She said, because he was telling me when you were sitting outside, you have two questions that you wanted to ask when you came in. And she said, by the way, you won't catch me out, she said, because it's your father that's giving me the message. So you're not going to catch him out. And you won't catch me out because he's telling me whatever. So we just said, I don't know if you know that, you know? Watch the language so, there, middle of the day. Yeah, me sorry, sorry. But that's <laughs> what you're saying. That's what right, okay. Saying, you know? okay. Okay. So I said to her, uh, as quick as quick as you can, Chrissy. Come on, I have other people yeah, in here. So go. Did you know he came to contact him? He said, "No, he's not." He said, "Because what was the last?" He said, "I'm in the hospital. You better make contact with me. I'll always contact you." Right. So I said, "Okay, really." And, and the other question. The second question is, I said, uh, "I just want to tell me daughter, um, tell me daughter, because you never met me daughter, you know." And she said, uh, "Well, he's saying your daughter is a special choice, a special need, and." Uh, she said that he matters okay. before you matter. All right, well, okay, now, well, Robbie, just very quickly, okay, that, that seemed quite specific, the answers that that person gave. Now, that's obviously Christy's memory of what happened. Um, I mean, do you think any less of that, or? Yeah, I still think it's, like, your father's going to be behind you, and, like, there's a law when you look like your father, and all there. I mean, come on, I can say that to you. Yeah, most people tell me I look like my father. I'm I'm actually adopted. People people used to always say you look like your dad. I said, well, I'm adopted, so I don't know. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) I know. No, I know. I know. But but he was quite specific about the child with the special needs. He was quite specific about you know knowing what his last words were, so to speak. Okay. You know. I know. I know. Chrissy. I get it. I get it. I get it. No, she told me that I had my sister was standing behind behind me as well. I said, no, my sister's at home. She said, no, you have a sister in spirit as well. I was 38, and I never knew. My mother lost a baby girl in between me and my brother. Well, with the greatest respect, Christy, I'm not being a smart arse, but my mother lost four children uh, through miscarriages. It was quite common. Um, miscarriages were very, very common going back a long time ago. No, but what I'm saying is she yeah. said, specifically, your sister is here, and I said, yeah. no, I've only... I know, yeah. I have, a, I have a sister in spirit world as well, probably, because my mother lost, you know, for four babies. So I'm, I'm, I wouldn't hold too much credibility to it. I've heard of a lot of mediums saying exactly the same thing. That's a very old line. But stay, but stay there for a second, actually, because I, I have a lot of people to get to. Uh, Kira, you're we'll on Classic we'll Sorry? Say there, Robbie? We'll go see you Oh, yeah, well, okay, maybe we'll, we'll, we'll set up a bit of an experiment. Kira, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Kira? Hi, how's it going? You went to a medium. I did. Yeah, and what I won't, be, I won't be going back. <laughs> oh, right, okay. <laughs> what, I heard... I heard really great things um, about this medium, and myself and me nana, we said, "Ah, oh, you know what? We'll go and we'll we'll give it a bat." And from the moment I walked in the door, she was like, she was just fishing for information. And right. um, the first thing she asked, the first thing she said to me was, "You're pregnant," and I said, "No, I'm definitely not pregnant." And then she moved on to, "Are you trying for a baby?" No, I'm not trying but, for a baby. What, can I ask you about what age you are, Kara? 
Uh, I'm 32. All right, okay. So you're around yeah. that age that you might be thinking yeah, about the last yeah. the last opportunities to have a child, etc., etc. Yeah, exactly. Good guess. And, um, and then right, when I, said, I say no, last not... opportunity, the, yeah. the, the obvious opportunity <laughs> in around that no, age. There's, there's not going to be any children, but um, she said she moved on from that then. She said, um, oh, have you ever lost a baby? I said, no, I've never lost a child. Then she moved on, have you ever aborted a child? I said, no. And then our following question was, are you a lesbian? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, no. So I was just trying to like look at all these drugs. She was going for all, all, the, all the options there. All the options, and nothing she said, nothing she said, um, related to me at all. She moved on to what else did she say to me? Oh, about my dad. She said my dad is very sick because um, he's he's getting old. He's like in his sixties. My dad is only in his forties. <laughs> In his, in his late 40s and I said no it's definitely not me and then she mentioned um, about she's like oh I have Kira here I was like oh is that right so I didn't I didn't say anything I, I just kind of went along with it so she said that I that Kira had passed away and babbling on about <laughs> about Kira dying and I was mm. like oh I'm Kira and she's like oh Oh really? And I said, "Yeah, but I, I I'm, but I'm still here. I haven't passed away yet." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it was only I, I twigged it. I, I have a tattoo on my arm that I got when I was about fifteen, and it has my name on it. So that's obviously where she picked up. Oh, I get you. So she was name. looking for clues, right? Yeah. Yes, exactly. I just felt she was just constantly looking, but nothing she said. See, they um, look out. They look out for things. I went and watched this documentary. They look out. Say, for example, if you have no wedding ring but you have a white mark where you yeah. might have had a ring before. So that means either your husband is dead or you're separated, right? Yeah. And if you have, a say, a necklace with um, one of those little, you know, those little things that open, whatever you call it, and you might have a picture of your mom inside it or yeah. your dad, so they know your mom or dad have passed away. So uh, if they see one of those, they, they think maybe somebody's passed away. So yeah. they look for all these little clues. And nine times out of ten, people tell them things. That's it. And, yeah, but, but you. But the problem it. is, people forget they tell them these things. They only remember yeah. what they say to them. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I was just like, this is like a load, a of, load of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so, actually, well, but then why I, did you, I mean, if you were sceptical in the first place, which you sound like a sceptic, why did you bother going? I just said, you know, because my mum had been, and a couple of my friends had been to the same, the same person. And I said, you know what, I'm going to go. I'm going to kind of just... And how much was it, by the way? Experience. 50 euro, it actually kills me to hand over the 50 euro. What a waste of 50 quid. <laughs> That's it, I had have got something out of it, but a friend of mine, um, a lady knocked on her door, I don't know what she was, she was selling something, and her dad answered, and just straight off the bat, the lady said to me, friends, Dad, you should really go, um, you need to go to the doctor, there's something got to do with an old feeling you have, it's, it's causing you damage, and, and like that, he'd be like a sceptic as well, but he went to the doctor, and it turned out that the the filling was poisoning his blood. But he didn't get charged 50 euro for that. That woman <laughs> at the door just told him. Right, okay. <laughs> Maybe she looked at his mouth and seen his yeah, teeth were bad. He I get you, Kira. I get you. Look, I, I'm, I'm fair play to you for being honest. I appreciate your honesty on the show today. Listen, thank you very much indeed. I have loads of people, by the way, who want to come on and talk about it. And somebody else wants to talk about Ouija boards as well. Uh, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. Number is 087 Hi, Karina. You're on Classic Kids. How are you? Hi, Niall. How are you? Good. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I this starts off with a conversation about the Poundlander selling Ouija boards. Have you ever played with a Ouija board, by the way? 
No, and I don't think I'd ever even dream of going down that road. Would you? I, I mean, no. it was originally sold as a game. It was brought out by Hasbro, I think, years ago as a game. And then all of a sudden it turned into this kind of folklore about contacting the dead. And, and people are going mad that Poundland are selling them. They're bringing spirits into society. But yeah, you, you, no, had a, you had I a positive be... experience, you, you say, with a, a medium. Why did you want to go to a medium, by the way? Um, it was just, I was telling Ashling, it was, oh my God, it must be like 25, 28 years ago. It was in our daughter's uh, primary school. They were having a Christmas fair and there was a fortune teller there. So my mother and her neighbour were like, they liked kind of going to fortune tellers and they were saying, I'll go on, go in. And I thought, oh Jesus, I really... Are these the ones in the caravan, so to speak? No, yeah. no, no. She was <laughs> actually just in a classroom in the school. Right, okay. Um, so there was, a, there was no queue. So I thought, okay, fair enough. I'll go in and just see what this is all about. So she had a deck of cards and she shuffles them and then she spreads them out and you have to pick a certain amount of cards. And um, like she didn't necessarily ask me too many questions, but she tur- she was turning over the cards and she was explaining uh, what they meant. So just before I tell you like what came up, my parents were separated. My dad was out of my life at the time okay. and had been for a few years. But, you know, I, I still knew about him. I knew what he was up to on that. Yeah. So one of the cards that turned over was a man in uniform. And she said, is there, is there any relevance? to this card and I just said yes I didn't tell her why I just said yes and the relevance was my dad was in the army okay um, then she turned over another card and she said that um, your dad is in another relationship but the lady has passed away and I just I kind of acknowledged yes and it was true because my dad lived in England and himself and his partner were involved in a car crash and sadly the lady did pass away okay this, like, this woman doing these cards didn't know me I didn't know her. And, and one thing that's always said, and I'll get a bit more information off you in a second, but one thing is always said about these people, that is, when you come out, you always remember the things they've told you, but very few people ever admit to or remember the things that they've told them. So at no stage during this did you kind of give a few clues as to, you know... Absolutely or... not. Because when she started turning over the cards and telling me what she was telling me, I was absolutely gobsmacked. Was she telling so, you other stuff too that wasn't relevant? Or was it, or was it everything? Very on, no, to be very honest, this was very much about my dad. I can't remember anything else. I just remember she uh, she did say to me, um, there's a man that's not in your life at the moment, but he's related to you and he has a heart problem. And I just said that I didn't know any relevance. That didn't mean anything to well, me. That, well, that could mean anything to anybody. Yeah, well, it, some, it, it was just sense. very vague. Yeah, it was vague. Yeah. So when I came out of the room, my mom and her neighbor obviously seemed, she said I was like a ghost. I nearly died and I was telling them what was said and they were going, oh my God. So bring us forward a few years, my dad came back into my life and I had, you know, told him about the fortune teller and he was kind of laughing. Yeah. I always said to him, have you any problem with your heart? No, not a problem at all. And about two years later, my dad had a massive heart attack. Oh, and gosh. he ended up well, having to have stints. And then later on that year, he had to have a few more stints. So it was all related to my dad. And it's just, you know, to this day, it's stuck in my head. And now, what, what do you say to people who think that these people are preying on vulnerable people? Now, you weren't very vulnerable. You were no, just going out of curiosity more so than Yeah, I was. No, I do agree. Like, because... Sadly, my dad was knocked down and killed 10 years ago. And since then, I Jeez, did. Your, bad, you know, your dad had a bad time. Didn't yeah, he yet? did. Unfortunately, oh, she didn't see that. No. <laughs> you know, we, we might have been able to prevent that. <laughs> yeah. I'm not making light of his death. But, no, you know, I mean, be- between his partner dying, him having the, the yeah. heart attack and then being killed in the oh, car. Geez. But it's just, you know, when, after, you know, a year or so after daddy died, I did. I, I did go to a few of them and I was grasping at straws. I just, because 
none of my family, like, he was knocked down and killed instantly, so we didn't get to say goodbye. And I, I grasped, I wanted... I want well, that's usually why people go to them, because they can't yeah. put closure on. Uh, some people can grieve really well, um, and some people can't. And, and it depends on the person that dies. I remember when my own brother died, I found it very difficult. But when my mother and father died, I found it a lot easier to accept because they're old, they were elderly people. You know what I mean? Yeah. But my brother was yeah. only 24. So I think, I think people can grieve differently, and some people just can't let go. And I think that's the problem. When they can't let go, they're desperate. And I do find that people do go, and mediums know this, that when you come into them, generally speaking, and maybe not in your case, because that was a kind of random thing at a fair, but when you go to a medium or book to go to a medium, they know you're desperate. So they yeah. know somebody's yeah, died. Yeah, no, I agree. And so they're already at a huge advantage because they yeah, know because you're desperate. because I didn't desperate. get any answers. Like once, you know, I did go to a couple after and I didn't get any answers. Now my sister went to one um, and I was actually supposed to go. It was like in a big, um, I think it was in a hotel. And I was supposed to go and her friend went instead. And seemingly my dad did come through. And he said, your sister is which? And my sister said, no, she couldn't come. And he said, oh, tough luck on her. And that's exactly what my dad would have said. Mm. But, you know, I don't, like, I haven't bothered going to them now in years. I just... Yeah. I, d- I don't know. See, I'm very cynical about the whole head. thing, and I just think they're very good at guessing, or I think they're very good at playing psychology with people. And they uh, and they use, as I said, this thing called the Barnum method, which is very famous for psychics and mediums to use that method to extract the information out of people without them realizing they're taking the information out of them and then giving it back to them again. So I, okay. you know, it is a clever way of doing things. I, the, I don't. There's no scientific evidence as to how these people do it if they claim to do it because. I don't know. I don't. Do you believe in ghosts, Karina? I don't believe people come back. Unfortunately, I think when people. Uh, die, they I kind die. of believe. No, I do a little bit, and I like. I believe that there is. You know, I, I find Spirits. feathers, and I find co- I get comfort mm. out of if feathers just appear. In my I know. Head I know. Pe- I know problems. people who see. I know people who do that. Oh, there's a feather. Dad must be thinking of us. <laughs> and I went, oh, yeah, okay. I, I, I in my in my mind, it's just a bird that flew over and lost a feather. You know what I mean? No, like I just mean in my house like I could walk into my house and there could be a feather in the kitchen there's no feathers in my kitchen and you immediately so. think oh that's dad he's thinking about no I wouldn't necessarily attribute it to my dad I just attribute it to somebody from the other side just let me okay. know they're okay alright well look it's been nice talking to you Karina and thank you very much and thanks for your honesty as well today real people real opinions real talk radio the multi award winning Niall Boylan show classic hits